This is the CTR Podcast. And we're about to get started. Hey, everybody. How's everyone doing out there today? Um, So today I want to talk about a topic that really intrigues me. It's something that, um, you know, I grew up in a, a world where the um, people in my life were very on one side of the family because, you know, I, I, I didn't grow up in a, in a bio, in my biological family my whole life, right? I spent some time biologically raised and adoptively raised, so to speak. So uh, my adopted family, completely against any type of sexual, you know, innuendo, movies, all that stuff was off the table, right? But my biological family was not that. They were the wild ones, the ones that basically told you if you wanted to do it, to do it, and just to be honest about it. They were very direct, you know, and my other family was like, yes, be direct, but don't do that. (laughs) Directly, stay away from that. (laughs) So for me, uh, it took a lot of understanding to um, kind of break out of these mentalities of, of how I'm expected to be and how I'm supposed to be and what I want for myself. What do I want to create? Do I want to create something that's, you know, empowering and nurturing uh, sexuality in a positive way? Or do I, would I rather, you know, not go down that place? And so for me, it's so important, right, to be able to have these baselines that uh, emphasize that energy, these uh, that emphasize the kind of energy that I want to be radiating that attracts people into my life. And for me, that means having some kind of, for me, it's a sexual energy. Let's just talk about it. Let's get right to it, right? It's sexual energy. That's what today's topic is all about. This is Dave, by the way, and we're going to be getting right into it. For me, sexual energy is the energy that empowers you, right? So the question for me has has recently become, is society really trying to hold my sexual energy under the, you know, under under their thumb, right? Is that what they're trying to do? Look, I, I haven't been able to really wrap my mind around it because for me, for so long, I haven't really been, I hadn't, I have had a lack of connection with that energy, right? The energy wasn't really all there for me. So I decided, you know, in, in you know, some sort of unconscious connections with mentors in my life who have helped me to realize, whether consciously or unconsciously, I've realized that the now that I'm at this point in my life, that energy is needed, right? If I want to get what I want to get, I've got to be willing to empower myself, how do I do that? Some people do it um, through, some people actually get their power from other particular kinds of addictions you have. Um, the people who think they need alcohol, right? And that's what allows them to, they, they call it liquid courage, right? That's what they call it. And it's supposed to help you be courageous. It's, supposed to, it's, it's meant to empower you. But the problem is it has a big, heavy downside. So... With different things come different addictions. Like for some people, it's marijuana that allows them to relax. So that's how they feel empowered is when they're in that relaxed state. Um, So we're going to jump right into something I like to call um, hypnotic intervention, right? How do we get them out of those states where they're thinking that they're not quite empowered without those things to feeling and realizing that their brain has access to those states even without the substances? So I'm not here to talk about 
substance abuse or addiction or anything like that. But I am talking about something. It all comes back to states, right? Sexual power and empowering ourselves in a way that those states that we're using are getting us what we want. We're oriented in a way that gets us what we want. So that basically our state of mind, no matter what we see, no matter what comes towards us, whatever kind of ideas or, or conversations we have or whatever, pretty much orients us to what we're going to be getting what we want, even if it means walking away from something that's not getting us what we want, right? So we choose to walk away from those things that we don't want, and we choose to walk towards the things that we do, right? We choose to take action towards those things that are going to get us it. So how do we do, how do we orient our state? Uh, when it comes to sexual energy, there's lots and lots of practices out there. Um, and ultimately, ultimately you've got these all kinds of, I mean, literally sexual practices where you're feeling yourself in your, and by the way, I should probably let, mention this. Uh, if you're easily offended, this is not the podcast for you because, uh, I like to use the word boobies. I like to uh, say outrageous things and I like to, you know, get your intention in a meaningful way, you know, and for me, sometimes that requires me to use uh, colorful metaphors, you know, and so here's what I'm saying, to get into your balls, right, to get the energy into your balls, right, into your root chakra, how do you do that, right, how do you draw up the energy from the earth, the energy that, that uh, we call her mother nature, but I like to call her it father nature as well. Like that, there's the dynamic of both down there. That dynamic of the, of the masculine and the feminine is here with us, right? So uh, in order to get that uh, energy flowing up from down below and flow, flowing down from up top, right, from the ether, how do we, how do we bring all, all of that together into this center, into all of the... Um, and I say chakras, and so it's like when we hear those words, chakras, like, oh, yeah, he's using an energy model. He's using this model, whatever. But what I'm speaking to really is just the center of your being, the center of your being, top to bottom, floor to floor, all walls, all points in between. You've got to get the energy in your root chakra flowing so that it can flow up to the next point, so that it can flow up to the next point, so that it can, and until it gets to the heart. And then until it gets to the, the throat and the eye and, and, and all the way. So you want this cycling. You want these, this, um, Dr. David Snyder talks about spinning technique, right? He talks about the spinning technique where you're able to get the energy out of your body. You spin it and then you put it back in. Or you, you turn, turn it 180 degrees and you put it back in, depending on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to get rid of something that's less than positive or you're trying to uh, strengthen and encourage something that is positive, right? So how do we do that? There's different various techniques, but ultimately just comes down to what energy are you putting? Are you dissipating your sexual energy every time it's in your system? If you are the kind of guy who walks through the world and goes home and jerks off every single day, all the time, you know, I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with that. If that's your lifestyle, that's the way you want to live, great. But for me, I try and keep that sexual energy in my body as much as I can and chew, be, be in essence, picky and choosy about when specifically I decide to come. If uh, And so this is something that I don't hear a lot of people really directly talking about. They like to try and beat around the bush. But ultimately, what am I saying? I'm saying if you want to feel that sexual energy flowing through, if you want to be more magnetic, one of the ways to do it is to stop 
dissipating your energy by ejaculating and start keeping that energy internal, keeping it in your system, breathing it into your full system now so that as you naturally and easily walk through the world, you're magnetically attracting the kinds of uh, opportunities into your life that you want. Now, ultimately, this isn't the be-all, end-all to everything when it comes to sexual energy. This is not the answer, right? It's a answer. I have an answer, and there's so many people with answers out there. So many teachers, right? So many people that actually care about other people that I'm actually, I feel good about being a part of this world, right? I feel good about it. So getting back to this cycling the energy, if one another way, right? So you want to breathe that into you instead of letting it out. So another way is to, and I got this one from uh, a man by the name of David Data. I'm sure you've heard of him. Uh, I think it's he has a book called The Warrior, The Warrior Man, or something like that. I, I can't recall, but um, I'll have it in the in the link in the description. So basically, this energy that is always there. We want to get it flowing. So it's a lot of times it can be stagnant. It can be staying there. And what happens to stagnant waters? Well, you know, they get, they go bad. So we want to keep that energy flowing. We want to keep it cycling. We want to keep it going so that as we're moving through the world, it's not just staying put, it's doing something. It's actually working for us. So for example, one of the, one of the uh, tools you can use is as you're making your way through the world, you breathe in. As you breathe in, you breathe your energy, whatever energy you, you know, however you view your energy. Maybe it's a certain color for that sexual energy. Maybe it's a certain feeling, but whatever you're doing, you're just breathing it and you're breathing that energy down the front of your body. Breathing it down the front and then you breathe it up the back, up and out the back, your spine. You want to, to trail it up your spine, back into your head. Breathe it in, down the front of your back, and then back up through your spine. And you do this over, over, and over again. And let that cycle, let that uh, move that energy. Because constantly, like I said, we're getting it stagnant. And then if we do that, we're not giving it an opportunity to attract to us what we want. We want it being active, right? We're actively engaging in our own neurology, in our own energy, in our own fields of how this stuff works. We are meant to live this life in a way that gets us what we want. But if we don't take action with things like these, where I give these tools, if you don't use it, it's not going to take you anywhere. You're going to be the one that's stagnant, doing nothing. And so that's ultimately the question. Would you rather live a life that's fully engaged, fully attractive to the people in your life and the kind of people that you want? So before we continue, I want to speak to that. We're going to speak to attracting the ones you want. Well, how do you attract the ones you want? You have to know what you want, right? You've got to know what kind of people you're attracting into your life. Uh, ultimately, what this goes back to, for me at least has been asking myself that question. What do I want? What kind of person do I want? And here's the thing. Just because you're asking yourself and you're getting an answer doesn't always mean that what you get is going to be exactly what you want. However, you are the one that's attracting it. So we're going to at least take 100% responsibility starting from here by saying I'm going to to at least acknowledge to myself what I want. Even if I can't acknowledge it to the outside world, the universe hears my request. 
So I hear, here's my request. I take the action. I'm filled with this sexual energy. So which uh, turning lead into gold, it's, it is the gold, right? We've changed the transformative power of being in from a stone into something that's movement. It has movement. It's alive. It's reanimated. We've broken the, the stone apart and we've allowed it to come to life with something far greater. The gold that's there for you waiting when you tr- you're able to transmutate that Um, all that energy into something useful for you. You're being creative. You're being, you're, you're being inspirational because for you, this is working. You're taking the actions. You're doing what's necessary. Now, how do you decide what you want? Uh, There's different ways of doing that. You could just write it down on a piece of paper. This is the ideal person for me, right? And I picked this up. I think it was from Tony Robbins. He says, basically, you have three sheets of paper. The first one says what you want in the other person. Every little detail from the uh, inside out, what do you, can you see? What can you feel? Like when you, when you're with them, how do they make you feel kind of thing? All of that stuff. Second page is going to be all about what they what that kind of person would want in a man or woman. So, so you ask, okay, if I, if I had this person, what kind of person would they be attracted to, right? And you make a list of all that stuff. What kind of person is that? What kind of person do I need to be to attract that? And then a third sheet of paper. And I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm mucking this up because <laughs> he had a whole thing for how to do this. But for me, you know, you do that, the first two. And then the third sheet is everything about yourself that you need to change, to be the kind of person on that second page, to be the kind of person that attracts the first page. What do you got to change about yourself? What kind of person gets that in life? Change your identity. It's the identity level change. So that being said, I think we're covering enough ground right now. We're going to leave this here for a little bit. I appreciate it. I appreciate you listening. Uh, We'll dive in on another day and uh, go from there. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it, and I'll talk to you soon.